Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of The Sandman. My name is Daniel, I'm one of your hosts today, and joining alongside me today are my dreams and nightmares, Shabazz. All right, man, which one am I? I gotta know. He said it in order. You know. Did he I know. I, uh, he said it in order. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did he though? We'll have to find out. I did, too. I did, I did, I did. Are I did, you I from did. Pan's Labyrinth? Is that what you are? <laughs> for I'm trying our, to make the uh, uh, Corinthian Corinthian eyes. But oh, the Corinthian gotcha. eyes! I got you. I got you. I get yeah, it. so I have Shabazz and Anthony here with me, and for for the audio listeners, Anthony was putting his hands up, which we expect to be like a Pan's Labyrinth thing, where it's like the eyes on the hands. But no, he was trying to make like mouths on his eyes. So I just want to make that clear. Hello to both of you, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing well. I am your worst nightmare. I can say that. There you go. <laughs> you can. I knew you had it in the chamber, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to introduce Shay as the dream and Anthony as the nightmare. You also have the blonde hair, which reminds me of Corinthian in this uh, in this series. So it works out. Thank you. I don't mind uh, being a nightmare. I don't like. <laughs> no, nightmares are great. You need nightmares, you need as nightmares. as we learn in the show. You know, nightmares make you appreciate the things that you do have. How, what right? do you, how do you know how to fear if you don't have a nightmare? Right. There you go. These are these are the questions that the show made me made me you know think about while watching the ten episodes of it. Uh, how are you guys doing today, though, Shay? I want you to I want you to get us, uh, tell us how are you doing. You know, I'm doing great uh, today. It, we're back at it again. We're recording a lot of different things. Uh, I did the first two reviews standing, and you know me, I love to stand. Uh, but for this review, for our folks over on YouTube, I'm sitting. Uh, for the folks uh, listening to the audio version, they had no idea if I was sitting or standing. So they're like, none of this it's information true. is relevant to me. I am currently yeah. <laughs> sitting, driving, <laughs> listening to you talk, Shay. Right. Uh, but no, uh, I'm doing great, man. Just doing great. My arm's a little hurting. I was at the, the, the gym or the guy yesterday. Uh, yes. and, I, and I did my arms. So they're a little, little sore. Um, a little I'm sore. Little Listen, sore. we're, you know, we are training currently right now. Uh, for TIFF. I think to fight for TIFF. Um, so we, Shay and I and Anthony have been working out a lot more uh, just so we could sit down and watch a lot of movies come September. I think that's that's, how it that's the thing. I, I heard yeah. that we have to lift up our chairs and bring your own chairs to TIFF this year. So. You do. And we do have to travel on the gardener with them into Toronto. We have to run and in. Then s- no car. We have to run in with, with them. The chair yeah. on our back. So, Oh, yeah. oh, well, well good, good It's know. the new protocols for this and, year yeah. that TIFF is doing. You know, bring your own chairs. BYOC. Okay, I forgot about that. BYOC, yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, let's let's just talk right about it, right out the gate. We are going to be at TIFF this year. The three of us have been accredited to be at the festival. We are very excited to be there. We love the Toronto International Film Festival. There are some really big films that are going to be premiering there and going to be playing there over the two weeks that TIFF is running in September. So look forward to all of our coverage and more. We'll be sharing a lot more details with you very soon. Um, and then obviously come September, we'll have a lot of reviews and hopefully interviews coming your way. So stay tuned for all of that. But as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and interviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write to the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You can also follow us on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube right now. Hello there. Please like, comment, subscribe. Let you let us know what you think of this very show. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and I did want to say, Shay, please to let us know. We just hit a big milestone on Apple Podcasts. And I want to keep telling the world 
Well, we just did. I think I think we should keep telling the world no matter what because this is a huge thing for us. This is something that we've been wanting for a while, and we've been badgering people about it. Um, and respectfully, all of Canada has turned up and given us two over two hundred. Uh, five-star reviews on apple Podcasts. that's just canada only so we're at it 214 is. in canada uh i have no idea how many in the states and then we have a lot more on spotify i don't know does spotify differentiate between canada and the u.s or is it just a, like all together it's a great question shabazz i was trying to find the answer to it and if you're listening to this or if you're watching this please let us know if there's a difference between the spotify uh store between countries and the spotify app between countries because i'm seeing about 145 star reviews on spotify insane and i'm not too sure if that's encompassing canada and us or north america or how it's dividing that but what an accomplishment for us i mean Absol- that's that's huge for us it's absolutely massive. insane i i like i want to thank everybody for taking the time and daniel you mentioned in one of our last uh episodes you know that to listen to the show is, you know, is very low commitment in the sense that all you got to do is you, you got to hit play and just listen to wherever you are. But to go that extra mile and, and give us that five star view is sometimes that sometimes sometimes a thing that most people don't want to do. And I really appreciate everyone that went and took that time, scrolled, hit us, hit five stars, even if you left us a comment because we love reading comments. Out. I love making those right. little videos about people's comments as well. It's great. And yeah, a lot of guys fun. are the fuel. You're, you're the reason why we keep doing this. So really appreciate everybody who has given us the love and support. It's true. I mean, this, this is, we're doing this for you. We have an audience, we have a following, we have, you know, love to do what we're doing like you know we would do this even even if one person was listening but luckily it's a lot more than just one person listening so we we get to keep doing this and keep to uh, get to have these great experiences and interviews and all of this fun stuff and you know just for this very show that we're talking about we got to do some interviews for it so if you're looking to learn more about sandman if you want to hear more about the show that we're about to talk about you could check out our interview with boyd holbrook and vanessa samuniai who are characters in the show they play the corinthian and rose walker and you can hear our interview with them, hear us talk to them, see us talk to them on YouTube, right here on YouTube or on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you're listening to us. Um, we're having these opportunities because of you listening to this right now. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, I did want to let you know that we do have lots of reviews out now that you can listen to, including our review of Bullet Train. Uh, you could catch that review out now. Our review of Prey, which is out today on Disney Plus here in Canada on Hulu in the States. So there is lots to watch this weekend, too. And it's it's really great that we get to, you know, we're in a time right now where you could go to the theaters and watch stuff. You could go at home and uh, be at home and watch things. And, you know, it's never ending what you could watch. But what we really want to make sure you do is listen to all of our episodes on everything that we've released, including our review of Nope, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, DC League of Super Pets, which if you're, you know, if you have cable or if you have social media, we've been featured all over that ad campaign, which is amazing for us. Again, it's just one of those things that is so surreal to see happen. And whenever you see the movie podcast pop up on a commercial or on social media or on Dwayne The Rock Johnson Instagram and Twitter, it's pretty amazing. So not something we take for granted. So thank you. Uh, The show we're talking about today, though, is the Sandman. This show has had a very long road to release. Uh, in the past, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was attached to it. It was going to be a film. Um, and this is based on uh, the Sandman, you know, comic books, the DC comic books from Neil Gaiman, uh, Sam Keith, and Mike Drinnenberg uh, Drin- uh, from, um, oh my God, the 80s and 90s, right? That these uh, that these stories were coming out, right? And now they're finally here. It is a 10-episode Netflix series. This is the first season of the show. They're one hour long each. And this show has a pretty stacked cast. And I'm going to read all the names out right now. Apologize to any of the 
names that I mispronounce. Um, then we're going to get to our thoughts on the show and obviously uh, our synopsis. So this show stars Tom Struridge, Boyd Hold- uh, Holbrook, Patton Oswalt, Vivian uh, Achimpong, Gwendolyn Christie, Charles Dance, Jenna Coleman, David Thules, Stephen Fry, Kirby Howell Baptiste, Mason Alexander, Par- uh, Mason Alexander Park, Donna Preston, Vanessa Samunyai, uh, John Cameron Mitchell, Asam Chaudhry, Sanjeev Baskar, Jolie Richardson, uh, Nam Walsh, Sandra James Young, Razine Jamal, and Mark Hamill. And like I said, the first 10 episodes of the show are available now on Netflix everywhere. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Netflix Canada for sending us the show for review and, of course, connecting us with, with Boyd and Vanessa for interview. Shay is going to tell you what the Sandman is all about. There is another world that waits for all of us when we close our eyes and sleep. A place called The Dreaming, where the Sandman, master of dream, gives shape to all of our deepest fears and fantasies. But when dream is unexpectedly captured and held prisoner uh, for a century, his absence sets off a series of events that will change both the dreaming and waking worlds forever. To restore order, Dream must journey across different worlds and timelines to mend the mistakes he's made during his vast existence, revisiting old friends and foes and meeting new entities, both cosmic and human, along the way. Thank you very, very much for that, Shabazz. Anthony, please start us off with your first reaction to the show, and we'd love to know your background, if you have any, with the Sandman character and uh, novel series. Well, I know growing up, I knew of Sandman being part of the DC universe, and his books were part of the, you know, that DC vertical, which was the darker, more mature type of style of writing, and Neil Gaiman was the writer, and I remember reading volume one, but never really getting into the character. And I think it was just at that time, I was not ready for that type of story. But I really enjoyed this series. I think Neil Gaiman has worked really hard to get this um, this character on screen for so long. And Netflix was that harbinger for, for this show. And it did a really fantastic job. It's an interesting show because it... It's 10 episodes, and I'm going to say like the first five or probably first six are very strong, but like the the seven, the last couple of episodes are maybe the weakest. And usually it's the other way around where the it starts off really slow, but grows into something bigger at the end. Um, but this show really starts off with a bang where you kind of are introduced to this idea of Morpheus or Dream being captured and a world without dreaming and learning about the biblical elements to his world and the people who were affected by it. And it just cap, it just an interesting story because a lot of these stories can be bottle stories. Some of these stories are grow into very large um, uh, arcs. And then that ending, which for me was like, I'm looking forward to season two. I can't wait. Like it just it was a really great ending to to summarize this 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 first season. Tom Sturridge is he feels like he's a million years old. Like he just encapsulates <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. being someone who's been there for so so long. And I don't you, I guess you guys feel it too. He just really does a great job and a lot of the visuals of the dream is straight out of the book. Like captured really 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 well and 
you are introduced to a lot of his like his brothers and sisters, which is like death and desire and and um, despair, and you, you even get a, a glimpse of Lucifer. And there's so many cool things about the story. And then you also are introduced to um, you know the constant Constantine. And I know the I, I think in English they they say Constantine, we say Constantine. Yeah, um, a different version of Constantine or Constantine, which is really cool i i think when you have neil gaiman on this show who's willing to change the story to be a little bit more inclusive and showcase diversity and even say like you know what at the time i actually wanted this character to be a female or i wanted this character to be black i think that's a really fantastic job of just being open to changing your story and being more relevant now um but everyone in this in this series does a really fantastic job i did think the last three episodes were the weakest especially when we get into the the arc of uh rose walker and just the vortex and, the vortex think, and all of that i yeah. think for a show like this and just because i remember reading the comic and seeing that this is such a gritty un un we'll say a, an art style that's not seen a lot it just felt more the rougher the art was the better it was in a sense and i just felt like this show was a little bit too clean and i wish it was a little bit more rugged and in the sense of the the characters that were being brought into even for instance corinthian this guy's a nightmare but you you do have some sympathy for his character but it just felt like they gave him a tv style personality and never felt like he was really a nightmare. I expected him to be scary as hell. But uh, again, this the narrative of this the book and the TV series might be very similar. I'm just expecting a little bit more scariness to a world that's sure. involving nightmares and dreams and you know Lucifer yeah. and hell. But overall, I think the fa- it's a fantastic series. And I think every year, if they're to continue with it, it'll just get better and better. And I think Netflix will pump in more money for more production. And, you know, it, it showcases that. You know, I, you know, I'm right there with you, Anthony. I think, you know, when you look at the art from the from the comic books, you know, there are scenes that look almost like scribbles, right? Where because there's like that grit to it, and you know, it's not going to always translate well to the screen. But I think they did a, a a good job, and I think this is a Netflix adaptation done right. Where Netflix in the past, and you know, to this day, I think has struggled getting things right when you're adapting either an anime or adapting a manga or adapting a comic book. It hasn't always landed. And you know what? Maybe the show won't land for everybody. But for me, who I I knew who the Sandman was, I never really got into that the dark or mystical side of the DC comic books. I was more on the superhero side with Marvel and DC. Um, I was really captivated by the show. And I was just really in, engrossed of what was happening. And I think Tom uh, Struridge, who is just very stoic and just very just monotone but also just like commanding like whenever he was on screen he had a presence to him which i really liked um and i think that's what really drew me in and there's some really notable episodes of the show um and obviously you know the show's out now well very light spoilers i think the episode that you know deals with death i think is a standout episode for me um just because of what we look at and what we you know kind of hear about when we get to lucifer and we we kind of deal with you know 
Sandman and Lucifer. That's another very standout episode for me. You know, when you have 10 episodes, that's a long time to tell a story. I think the show would have benefited from maybe saving some plot lines for the next season. And that includes, you know, the Rose Walker storyline, who I like Rose Walker, but I wish that there was maybe a bit more development with them. And because we got development in this season, it took away from, uh, morpheus's or the or sandman's you know uh story so you kind of were like wait but where's he at what's he doing right now you kind of miss that so i think pacing wise that's where the show struggles a little bit with it being 10 episodes and it's funny here we are talking like here i am talking about something struggling with 10 episodes where for the longest time shows had to be 20 something episodes or even recently with marvel shows there they've been six episodes so i think maybe seven to eight episodes would have been a really good sweet spot for this season and then to expand later on um in seasons to come hopefully we'll get multiple seasons of the show shay where are you at with the sandman yeah i think you're absolutely right there daniel and anthony as well but like i i think this show would have benefited from a bit more of a condensed episode run time as well like you know bringing down to seven episodes i think would have been really sweet um there are points in the show where i kind of felt like it was dragging a bit and it's because they wanted to fill in as much of a story as they could and sometimes it felt like it was too much that was happening um but i really enjoyed it i enjoyed what it was the show had this had this uh very british quality to it like it felt like i was watching yes. something that would have been on bbc it just so much about it was was right there for me and and i enjoyed all the performances i i do think that this is something that if you are a fan of the series of the of the comics you you're probably going to enjoy this a lot more i think going in blind it's going to be very no pun intended by the way it's going to be very just hard to maybe digest some of the information and lore that you're kind of being thrown because it really expands upon what you think a dream is or what a nightmare is. And it just takes it to a place that we've never seen before. The performances are fantastic. The visuals are great. I was very captivated by what the story was telling us. And it takes so many elements from religion that we, you know, have read upon and just kind of broadens that horizon a lot more, but I had a good time with it. But again, I agree this, this, this could have been condensed a little bit more. Yeah. And and I think that's, you know, that's the thing, you know, that's the nature of the beast when you're adapting uh, such a beloved, um, you know, series. And, you know, this is not the first, this is the first time we're getting it in the visual medium, but, you know, we recently just had the, um, the podcast series as well too that had a lot of you know big names attached to it you know and for neil gaiman to finally be like yes this is what i want to sign my name to and be part of i think that's what makes the show um stronger and its output i think i'm you know i'm really curious to see what the reaction to the show is going to be because you know i'm so used to whenever a netflix series comes out it's compared to like you know death note is always the big one that comes to mind where people are like here's here's the panel or here's the manga and then here's what they did in the show you know i think there'll be moments of this in the show but i think all the changes and the adaptations again this isn't an ad- adaptation this is not a one-for-one making of the sh- the book the book already exists for that right this is what an adapt adapt uh an adaptation looks like i cannot speak anymore um the, you know, this is what that looks like and i think they did a great job with it and i really want to shout out the performances of vivian uh Pong, who i thought was phenomenal as lucian and kirby howell uh baptiste not just because she has a very similar last name to me but also because uh she is so incredible as death in this and you know when you think of death and you're you're personifying this idea or this this occurrence in life 
and I think she's just she approaches it with such beauty and such um just charisma and, th- and like I literally was just so just captivated by it and I think I, I keep using that 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 word for when I talk about the show I was just captiv- captivated by it and I think that episode is one that I will go back and rewatch the season because it just really resonated with me yeah usually when you think of death you think of like the grim reaper the the big what is it the sword the scathe thing that they they carry and yeah. so like they don't really care about the person but like this death and she says it in the in one of her her lines she's like i'm the last thing people will see so i want to make sure i smile to take them wherever they have to go because you know right. that, it just makes it more comforting for them to let go and kind of pass away and i think that just says a lot about neil gaiman and how he interprets a lot of these um ideas like desire and and despair and and dreaming is just you're taking these elements that we take for granted every day in a sense and we're adding it to we'll say a person or a physical being and making it into and telling a story from that and i think that's fantastic i think neil gaiman being part of this show and being you know producer and and watching it all happen i think that's super important for this show to show success i think anyone who's adapting um some sort of comic book or 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 story or novel it's it's always nice to see that the original person's there because they can always do it justice like you can't really say well neil gaiman doesn't know well sandman because he, he wrote the thing he wrote it 30 years ago and he's been doing it for so long it's like his most known thing for dc comics um, so it's nice to have him there and I, hopefully he's part of this, the, the second and third and fourth and whatever seasons they go on. Um, but yeah. And, and yeah, and I, I think that's a great spot for us to end it on. You know, when you have the original creators of something involved, um, it doesn't always happen, but when it does, and in this case, I think it's a good thing. So hopefully we'll see, and hopefully this will be a show that we'll get another season. We'll hopefully go past three seasons because three's, has been the magic number for Netflix in the past. So we'll see what happens from there. Let's get to our final recommendations. Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. Yeah. I think if you're, you know, you're looking forward to this, you, you've been a fan of the, of the comics. This is a watch it um, for anybody else who maybe isn't familiar with this. I'd say add to your queue and, and kind of s- maybe test out an episode here. I mean, you're already paying for it. You're on Netflix. So try out an episode. If episode one hooks you, which did for me, then continue forward and you may find that enjoyment in it, but yeah, watch it. Yeah, you know, I'm right there with you. I think this is the show that you may see a trailer for and you'll be like, you know what? I'm not into the, this fantasy. I'm not into this to the slore. Um, but give episode one a shot because I think once you start watching this episode, like I said throughout, I think it may captivate you. And I think you may be, you know, I think you may be caught by it and you want to continue. So um, this also episode one also does something that was really interesting that I was talking to you about, Anthony, that it ends with a trailer for what else to expect this season. I thought that was a really interesting thing that we don't normally see, but it was also like, oh shit, I kind of, I want to get to that. How do we get to that? It's a very, so I think that it was a clever way of keeping me hooked into it. It's a very like, european or british thing to do to like set up the season i've seen it a lot in like bbc shows like this is what's to expect right in the next couple of episodes which i like it it just kind of like sums it up and builds that hype to continue watching even though it's going to all be there on day one um but for me again i think i'm in the same boat as you guys i want to i love the dream world i love the biblical aspects of it i love sandman itself and and the character and what it represents and 
I think a lot of people, especially this generation, is going to really get hyped or get in. They're going to love the lore because of what he brings. And I think there's so many, like with Stranger Things, um, The Witcher, and even Umbrella Academy, there's a huge fan base with Netflix stuff that because so many people have signed up for it, I think there's going to be a huge watch uh, watch numbers from from this series. And I think a lot of people will enjoy it. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And I think that's a great spot for us to end it on. You know, check it out. Give it a shot. Because I think even for myself, this wasn't something that I think would have gotten its hooks into me so fast and so deep. And it did. And it, and it really did catch me. And I was like, you know what? I, I really enjoyed my time with these 10 episodes. And, you know, as, you know, the weeks come by on the movie podcast, we may talk a little bit more about spoilers in the show. So look forward to that and look forward to more. And I really hope that we get to get more Sandman because I think um, – out of all the adaptations that you know we've seen from Netflix, this is them doing it right, and I want to see more of it. Thank you so much for listening to our review of The Sandman. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of The Movie Podcast every single Monday. And watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and our interviews on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. You could also subscribe to us on YouTube and check out our show notes for all of those links and more. That was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.